0: Straight by day, Joe Rogan podcast by night, all day. It ain't that you can't see, cause you can find it home, just that you don't want to. You cope by putting the blindness on. I've been trying to find some kind of way, but I've kind of known that y'all would rather whine and less to nonsense, cause your mind is gone. I can't save every person, in politic, and it's is bringing the worst out the very earth. And every perk of living on this turf is being chipped at and nerfed, but I can't sit back and lurk. I've got to hit back, I'm certain it's my purpose. And it's a beautiful thing, too.
1: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Underground. Uh, this is episode 66, and I am joined once again by Joseph...
2: Wild West, camp style.
1: ...Nations himself. I am David Lacey, and welcome to... <laughs> you, got- <laughs> you gotta wait <laughs> for me to got finish! Me. <laughs> you gotta wait for me to finish! Welcome to the show. Start from the top. Start no, from the I'm top. not starting from the top. Welcome to the show where we talk about how
3: politics ruins everything.
1: Joseph, how are you doing today?
2: Oh man, I'm doing all right. Even though I got that ticket today, it's not too bad. Not too bad. I think we were discussing that earlier today, but you had an incident this morning, didn't you?
1: Yeah, it's one of many. Uh, I my I left my, the, my, my coffee on the top of my car. <laughs> yeah, flew off. It sounded like someone was like slapping their hand against the side of my car, um, and you know it was early because I went to the gym this morning. So it, yeah, that that sucked. But we're here, things are good. We're recording. Um, I'm having a uh, dispute with YouTube over our Nobody review, but hopefully that'll be up by the time everybody hears this show. So right. uh, go check that out on YouTube. Give us a like, leave a comment, send us some love.
2: I told uh, someone today after I got that ticket, and it's so dumb, man. It's like I was literally going under two miles an hour. I was at least going one. <laughs> I essentially was at a full, almost a complete stop, and I was like, you know what? No one's coming. Everything's good, and this cop's a 1,000 feet away and just happens to see me and then we had a great interaction he was nice i was nice to him i'm like okay cool i like, you know maybe he's gonna uh give me a warning nope Pfft. gave me a ticket ah, it's always sucks. a state trooper man i've only have had three tickets my entire life and all three of them have been by a state trooper and i told that someone i said i'm gonna start chanting deep on the police because of this dumb crap <laughs> uh yeah
1: well if anyone wants to help you pay for your uh, uh, violation, Joseph, why don't you tell the good people how they can donate to us?
2: Yeah, so in our show notes, you'll see our link, our direct.me link, and there you can donate uh, using American dollars. Uh, you can also donate, we have our PayPal link there. We also have the link for our wallet for Bitcoin donations specifically, and then if you are interested in, where, where's it going with this? oh, man, I need to get better at this. I think <laughs> by okay. now I'll be a it's lot okay. better. It's okay. Anyway. It's one of those days. Yeah, it is. It really is. So we utilize a value for value system here, which means you can donate. Thank you, No Agenda, by the way, via your time, talent, yes. and treasure. And so if you are good at editing, you can help us with that. If you're good at artwork, if you know you find an article uh, or a video you find interesting, you can send it to us. And um, also, you can also email us and interact with us. Jeez, uh, I need to get better. <laughs> you're, really, good, you're good. <laughs> dude, it is one of them days, people. We're going to get through this. Uh, but in our direct.me link, you will see our YouTube channel, Odyssey channel, um, Twitch channel, TikTok, our, all of our social medias. Follow us on YouTube and Odyssey as well. Mm. Subscribe, comment, interact with us. We interact with people. Uh, we, re- we reply back. We enjoy it so yeah that's pretty much it and the best things that you can do is share our podcast our youtube channel everything on social media and then also download our podcast episodes it helps us to kind of gauge um how many people are listening to us yes i that was a chore to get through (laughs) i don't know why oh
1: okay so we're about to jump into the show Yes. Um, but I do want to mention one thing, um, because I, I think, listen, I'm trying all these new things this week, because there's lots of different stuff that you and I are constantly doing, and one mm-hmm. of those things is, I, I want us to be a little bit more, um, uh, not what am I trying to say? Uh, on the ball, if you will, or I, I want us to talk more about Podcasting 2.0, mm-hmm. um, and getting people away from, essentially, Apple, Google, and Spotify. Um, Amazon. Yes, Amazon as well. So, uh, if you go to newpodcastapps.com, you can, and if I remember, I'll put it in the show notes. Actually, Joseph, if you'll do that right now while I'm talking about this, uh, you can find uh, links to podcast apps for Android, iOS, your Mac, your PC, and I, I believe, Linux as well. So, the reason that I'm bringing this up is because, like one of the stories we're going to talk today uh or talk about today uh, with joe rogan in it mm-hmm. uh every single quote unquote mainstream uh which when i say that i don't really mean mainstream anymore it's sort of the like last gasp of an industry that once held all the power and now a lot of that is being taken away from them because of right uh things like this that are decentralizing platforms looking um, at
2: you traffic cops
1: <laughs> So, uh, go to uh, newpodcastapps.com, and you can find a, a different thing. it'll It'll show you uh, along with the app uh, mm-hmm. what systems you can run it on, and what is available in that. Um, we'll We'll put something together, I think, at some point, so I can actually like show it um, in a video format. But uh, I've been messing around with one of those, and I just wanted to mention one today um, because I'm actually, I really like the interface for it. It's mm-hmm. called um, Podcast Guru. And Ooh. they ha- I can't find it yet, but eventually the, one of the things they're trying to do with Podcasting 2.0 is allow you to directly donate uh, through your podcast app uh, with Bitcoin, with Satoshis, which is what the the smaller pieces of a Bitcoin are called is a Satoshi. Anyway, all of that being said, check out, um, if you're looking for a new podcast app, which if you're using one of the sort of like quote unquote legacy apps, Mm -hmm. uh, especially if you're still using the Apple's podcast app, that thing is garbage. It's absolutely terrible. Um, Podcast Guru is really nice. Uh, The uh, the interface, it just feels really good. Uh, And so I'm potentially going to take... All of the stuff that I've been using on a different app and move it over to this one, uh, just because I, I really like the way that they have it all set up. So um, maybe we'll yeah, try I'm to highlight those. It right now. We'll try to highlight those occasionally. Yeah. Anyway, we I've need. I've been to, using Playapod. Yes, but, which is what I was using for a long time, but I have it, it's got a couple of like bugs in it that.
2: Yeah, it does, and their interface isn't um, too friendly. It's not. It could no, get better.
1: No, I think Gurus is significantly more user friendly. So. Yeah. All that being said, we're gonna go ahead and get into our uh, our our stories for today. And uh, more than likely by now, everybody's heard about this first one. But we have to talk about uh, <laughs> this uh, mistake that Whoopi <laughs> Goldberg uh, made on The View recently, which has caused a lot of problems. Uh, and we're gonna we'll I'll start with this first clip. Um, yeah we can talk about it and then we'll kind of get into what was going on with Rogan and how all of this sort of applies so here is what she had to say on the view um, last, uh, week? About, yeah, last week yeah last week before last something yeah. like that
4: well also if you're yeah. going to do this then let's be truthful about it because yeah. the holocaust isn't about race no it's, about but, race. But it's, it's not about race no it's about a different race but it's not about race it's not about well, what race. Is it about? Because you, it's about man's inhumanity to man. That's what it's about. But it's about white supremacy. It's well, about going It's, not, it's not about, and, about and, and race. race. It's and it's and but these are two Romans. white groups of people. Well, how do we have to we, black people see them as white people? And but you're, missing the, you're yeah. missing the point. You're yeah. missing the point. The minute you turn it into race, it goes down this alley. Let's talk about it for what it is it's how people treat each other. It's a problem, it doesn't matter if you're black or white, because black, white, Jews, uh, it's ha- everybody eats each other. So is it, if you're uncomfortable, if you hear about mouse, should you be worried? Should, should your child say, oh my God, I, I, I wonder if that's me? No, that's not what they're gonna say. They're gonna say, I don't wanna be like that. Well, hopefully, I wanna well, be cool. Yeah, yeah. And enjoy- well, yeah. most kids-
1: I didn't realize this. They're playing the same music that they play. It's like when they this, want people at the Oscars to shut up and get off the stage.
3: They're like, "Whoopee, please shut
1: <laughs> up." So here's the thing.
2: Some producers in the back his they his or her face is blood red.
1: The the I, people have their opinions about this. Um mm-hmm. I I obviously this is dumb. She should have never said this. Uh just like everyone should be able to have their dumb opinion. I don't think she should get fired over this. It she she's clearly confused who knows where she got this idea from um and if she had left out the part uh, about this not being a race thing what she said is kind of got some merit to it she's like yeah. it's about the inhumanity of people um but then she was wrong too and i've never i haven't heard anybody talk about this she's like um everybody like eats each other like she's saying that all these like races are constantly like fighting against each other and it you know it's really funny too because like none of the other hosts are really fighting back
2: it's weird. well yeah it was funny like when she first said everything that one lady was like yeah, yeah no <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then joy behar oh
2: dude that cracked me up but i think the first part where people get wrong is race isn't real it's a social construct race isn't real ethnicity is real sure and and so, I mean, obviously... Dude,
1: I, I know people say that. To some degree, it's semantics. It's one of those things that's yeah, like, the Jews see themselves... I think it's
2: just a tool to keep people divided. I think that, you know... Well, yeah, I mean, that's basically what, what Whoopi
1: was doing right there. But I don't know if, like, race in some sort of construct is simply there to keep people divided. Uh, anyway, anyway. No,
2: it's a social construct, for sure. But ethnicity is real. And I think, you know, if... Like but that's... I said, listen, I, think, you know, but people, just I don't like, even think... She, she should be suspended, personally. No, neither do you know, I. You're talking about she should be fired. I mean, if they want to suspend her, that's on them. But I mean, for me, it's entertaining to hear people. I want say more dumb of this statements. stuff. Like,
1: it's the same <laughs> reason that I I still want Al Al Sharpton on um on, on there because he's constantly like tripping over his own tongue,
2: and it's hilarious. Exactly. It's hilarious. It is. Or Alex Jones. Yeah. Or who or Trump or whoever else you know. Let it's let like, them be if there. You, if you don't want to watch it, turn it off. I dude, I
1: swear because obviously well with this one obviously shapiro came out and he's like ah because this is what he does every time uh someone like says anything uh relating to israel or the jewish people um it's like like clockwork you know he's gonna be right there um but yeah it's so funny how everyone want like everyone who doesn't like her now wants her gone
2: and it's just i don't actually uh, let me ask you a question Actually, I'm not going to put you on the spot. I'm just going to say my view. From what I just heard, I don't... Obviously, she's got some... uh, I don't even want to use that word. She got some... Whoever she learned this from is dumb. Yeah. Right? It's a, a moronic statement on its own. But I... You know, I don't know Whoopi Goldberg. I just want to get the benefit of doubt to say I don't think she's trying to be prejudiced towards Jews. I don't think that was her point. Like, I don't think she no, was saying this because she hates Jews. Because first off, yeah, I, I think, think someone, so. well, if I mean, they hate know. hate Jews, are probably not going to doubt the last name Goldberg. Um, well,
1: you're assuming that's her actual last name.
2: It's not her last name. That's why I said adopt it. <laughs> oh, You know, yeah. And I, that's why, you know, I mean, maybe they would if they wanted to hide, you know, there's more than one way to skin a cat, I guess, if they really wanted to hide in plain sight. But you know, without knowing Whoopi. You know i just think it was an error she got bad information somewhere it's her fault she should be held accountable for it It happens but all right but there's also this
4: because most of the nazis were white people and most of the people they were attacking were white people so to me i'm thinking how can you how can you say it's about race if you are fighting each other
2: because most of the nazis were white people she is right again it goes back to my point it wasn't about race it was about ethnicity
1: to some degree but like you have to kind of go along with the fact that that's what they mean by that
2: oh yeah yeah she means ethnicity by that for sure because that because you're
1: like you got to move away from some of the semantics of these things to the actual conversation which is yes the nazis saw themselves as a greater race based on certain features that the jews did not have um, yep. as well as other people because it wasn't just completely about the Jews.
2: And um, that's where the whole conspiracy comes from of Jews are controlling everything and it's just more anti-Semitism. People don't even realize, too, that at the time of World War II, a lot of Britain included, not as much in Britain, um, but a lot of European nations were anti-Semitic. It's not like Germany was alone in this uh, view. Yeah, um, They were just more extreme in it and more heinous, obviously. But... Yeah. But yeah. So Whoopi, we'll, we'll uh, that's dumb. Yeah. Being that, haha. Ha.
1: So, um, as of right now, because I, I looked it up right before we started the show, um, she's still just suspended. Because I've I've heard people say that she's getting fired for this, but based on the art, like the news articles, the most recent ones, if you just type in Whoopi Goldberg. Um, it's not there. So as of right now, she is suspended and I saw something about maybe her quitting. And then of course someone mm-hmm. trying to be kind of inflammatory is like, she absolutely should be fired. And it's like, okay.
2: Um, so and what's the whole, what was her point again of saying this? Cause this is the first time of me listening to any of the clips. I just heard about it. <laughs> and I'm like, that's dumb. I, I don't, I don't know. Do you know? Okay. <laughs> I don't know. That's the, it, that's the everything clip. was just so moronic. It took me away from her point. <laughs>
1: um, she was essentially i guess trying to say that this wasn't about race um and i've i've heard that some people think that this has to do with this like victimhood mentality of sort of the um she sees herself as a victim she like people are playing that like victim card and because it has to do with they believe it has to do with the color of their skin right um she doesn't want it the idea of you know these these constructs of like jews as a race or white people's a race or whatever the case may be it's like it takes away from what she sees as the biggest like victimhood mentality now obviously that's i don't know if that's true we don't we don't mm-hmm. know for sure if that's true but right that's the way it's going
2: so it I'm is laughing. interesting you know because her statement is racist and and prejudiced because she lumps all white people together in one category Generalizing them, right? White whites fighting against each other, and that's not the case at all. Sure.
1: Um, Anyway, so all of that being said, she kind of got treated. I I wouldn't say with like kid gloves. Um, I think there were a lot of people,
2: even people who. um, She got a slap on the wrist, bro. Uh,
1: yeah. I mean, she did, but
2: in comparison to Gina Carano, who said hardly anything, nothing, literally nothing. Oh,
1: oh, you know what was funny is that uh she someone said oh, who was it maybe it was Don Lemon it was I'm pretty sure it was someone at CNN said that uh she'd she shouldn't be canceled or fired because she's an ally
2: <laughs> CNN should be canceled if
1: anything oh dude they're in so much trouble uh anyway I'd listen to Whoopi Goldberg than CNN same me too uh I probably listened to I could sit and listen to the view more often than I could CNN like if you gave me the choice
2: <laughs> you know what would have been good, and this is the difference with the next topic that we're going to get into, if she would have came back on the show the next day or, or whenever, like people were calling for a suspension, and the guests or the co hosts asked her questions, right, press her, what do you mean, well what about, it'd you never, know what I mean? It never well, happened. Yeah, but the view's not informative, so.
1: No, not at all, they just sit there and go on and on, I mean the number of times that they've said things that you're just like, that's, that's just not true at all, Yeah, you know, uh, man, I don't know how people sit and watch that show. I don't either. Yeah, I don't. I really don't get it. Anyway, yeah. so one of the biggest things that's been going on recently is uh, all of this stuff happening with Joe Rogan. Um, mm-hmm. As some of you may know, last year he had two uh, scientists or doctors on uh, on his show, and they were pushing back against the COVID narrative. Um, and th- all of this stuff. Okay, so the first thing and maybe you have a memory of this, Um, why is this just now becoming a thing?
2: Uh, Oh. He had
1: Malone, no, not Malone. Yeah, it was Malone and... um, Dr. Malone
2: and Peter McCollin.
1: Yeah. And I'm pretty sure this was at the end of last year. So we're talking like, because I think it was December.
2: Yeah, it was a while.
1: And now this is coming out. Now, do you think this is because the corporate press is like, constantly behind everyone else.
2: So I mean obviously I think that I personally think this is a coordinated attack due to the waves this has come in because again this was so long ago I personally think that the reason it's a coordinated attack is because of the amount of viewerships that viewership that Joe Rogan gets. You remember
1: yeah, I mean last I
2: year Tucker Carlson Carlson when they were going after him a lot because it goes joe rogan and then tucker and there's a huge gap between joe and tucker right right? but then there's a huge gap between tucker and everyone else and so then that gap is infinite compared to joe rogan and everyone else meaning the corporate legacy media right um and so i did some digging and come to find out so the the this is So again, it, it was Peter and That's how it started, right? Do you want to get into the rest of how it started, or or what's your direction with this? I'm gonna let you lead in on this.
1: Well, that's that's kind of the thing, right? Let's. That's let's, what started it. Wait, yeah. Let's wait COVID to talk about where it, where it right? came from. Yeah. Um, so all of that came out, and then I'm actually gonna play most of this. Uh, this is his Joe speaking out about everything that happened, uh, as far as like the guests that he that he had on. Um, mm-hmm. uh, people were kind of like have been pretty critical of him we're going to get into uh, a more recent one that he did um right and some sometimes i wonder if it's like i i were almost worry that people that are in our position are sort of inflaming some of this as well so like he says something like this and it's fine to be like critical of points that he makes but they're all it's it's mm-hmm. almost like pe- people even the people who like him there's I get a feeling, right? This is totally a feeling that they're almost looking yeah. for that reason to turn on him. Right. Like mm. they're almost waiting for his, uh, Jack Murphy moment. Like probably not as bad as Jack Murphy, but yeah. like, they're looking for that moment of like him saying or doing something that they just so fundamentally disagree with that they can, uh, churn out a video and talk about how, like, you know, mm. to get clicks and to talk about how yeah. terrible that thing was or whatever. Um, it's just a concern.
2: I I speculate that those people are more so being prideful and arrogant saying, well, this is what I would do in this situation. This is, well, no, you're coming from this standpoint. If you were Joe Rogan, you probably wouldn't do potentially any different. Right. And again, it's fair to be critical of what he's doing. I just think he's trying to do the best he can. You know, I think he's being sincere. Uh, and again, just trying to be himself or, you know, trying to do the best he can.
1: All right. So this was, uh, from a week or so ago Uh, he Mm -hmm. actually uploaded this on to spotify but i wanted i'm sorry january 30th
2: i wanted to say you know how people are on twitter though in social media they everything inflammatory just to be inflammatory you know what i mean yeah
1: uh, we we'll, actually, we're going to get into a little bit of that later with this, this whole story. So, uh, I'm going to go ahead and play this. If you want me to stop at any point, if you have like a point you want to make, or if something catches you, go ahead. Cause this is, this is a little bit long. Uh, so okay. I'm, I'm going to play quite a bit of this.
2: Let's do it. Let me start this from the very beginning.
1: Oh, by the way, there may be language in this cause Joe curses. So I'm <laughs> just be yeah, aware language of that. warning yeah. So
2: if, uh, if you don't want to hear it, we, don't have the time to edit it and put in the beat button. Eventually though, I am going to get a soundboard that will allow me to do that.
1: Oh yeah, you're not going to be able to do that on the fly. You'll miss it every single time.
2: (laughs) Don't challenge me.
3: Hello, friends. I wanted to make a video to address some of the controversy that's been going on over the past few days. And first of all, to say thank you to everyone that sent love and support. I truly, truly appreciate it. And it's been very nice to hear from you. I want to make this video, first of all, because I think there's a lot of people that have a distorted perception of what I do, maybe based on sound bites or based on headlines of articles that are disparaging. Um, The podcast has been accused of spreading dangerous misinformation, specifically about two episodes, a little bit about some other ones, but specifically about two. One with uh, Dr. Peter McCullough and one with Dr. Robert Malone. Dr. Peter McCullough is a cardiologist, and he is the most published physician in his field in history. Dr. Robert Malone owns nine patents on the creation of mRNA vaccine technology and is at least partially responsible for the creation of the technology that led to mRNA vaccines. Both these people are very highly credentialed, very intelligent, very accomplished people, and they have an opinion that's different from the mainstream narrative. I wanted to hear what their opinion is. I had them on, Pause and there. because of that, those episodes.
2: Who was that dude that remember last week? We were trying to figure out that no agenda um, doesn't like that doctor that was pro, like really pro vaccine and the or the mandate specifically. Michael Osterholm. Yep, Osterholm. That's it. And well, I mean, of course, Joe is going to have people who are experts in the field, right? Mm-hmm. Who have differing views from the corporate press narrative. And why would he have someone on during this time that is that he already did first off? So kudos to him, but who is for the corporate press narrative? You know what I mean? When we're already, there's so much information flowing in from that end, there's hardly information ha, there's hardly much information flowing in from the other end. And so uh, I just you know if you well, don't want to listen to it, don't listen to it. But
1: well, Joseph, that just makes too much sense.
2: I know. I would love to have. I would love to see Osterholm and Fauci, um, or no, even better, Collins and Fauci versus uh, Peter McCullough and Dr. Mo <laughs> on his
3: show on Trevor Rogan's show. Was being dangerous. They had dangerous misinformation in them. The problem I have with the term misinformation, especially today, is that many of the things that we thought of as misinformation just a short while ago are now accepted as fact. Like, for instance, eight months ago, if you said, if you get vaccinated, you can still catch COVID and you can still spread COVID, you would be removed from social media. They would they would ban you from certain platforms. Now that's accepted as fact. If you said, I don't think cloth masks work, you would be banned from social media. Now that's openly and repeatedly stated on CNN. If you said, I think it's possible that COVID-19 came from a lab, you'd be banned from many social media platforms. Now that's on the cover of Newsweek. All of those theories that at one point in time were banned were openly discussed by those two men that I had on my podcast that have been accused of dangerous misinformation. I do not know if they're right. I don't know because I'm not a doctor. I'm not a scientist. I'm just a person who sits down and talks to people and has conversations with them. Do I get things wrong? Absolutely, I get things wrong. But I try to correct them. Whenever I get something wrong, I try to correct it because I'm interested in telling the truth. I'm interested in finding out what the truth is. And I'm interested in having interesting conversations with people that have differing opinions. Uh,
1: He actually just did this recently with uh, uh, Valentina uh, Thompson. She's a spear fisher fisher, um, because I was listening to it today. Valentine Thomas. Um, it's something I, I don't, I can't tell you 100% what it was about, uh, just because it's a subject I don't, uh, get into very often. Right. But she, um, she was mentioning a study about, I think fishing or something to do with, uh, like cycles in the ocean. And he said, Oh, well, Jordan Peterson had said this thing before. Um, and she goes, Oh yeah, that is an older study. This just came out recently. And so they looked it up and it turned out that she was right and so yeah he's absolutely willing to do this all the time interesting um so i'm going to play a little bit more of this and then uh we'll move on to uh, some of the stuff that happened afterwards
2: which is something an honest person does right they admit when they're wrong um
1: he seems to be very honest
3: um i'm not interested in only talking to people that uh, have one perspective. That's one of the reasons why I had Sanjay Gupta on, Dr. Sanjay Gupta, who I respect very much, and I really enjoyed our conversation together. He has a different opinion than those men do. I had Dr. Dr. Michael Osterholm on at the very beginning of the pandemic. Um, He is on President Biden's COVID-19 advisory board. I had uh, Dr. Peter Hotez on, who is uh, a vaccine expert. I'm interested in finding out what is correct and find, I'm also finding out how people come to these conclusions and what the facts are.
1: All right. That's, that's probably pretty good. That's about three and a half minutes. Uh, if you want to listen to the rest of it, the link is in our show notes. Um, so check that out. Um, anyway, so all of this was going on, not to mention by the way, that back as soon as this was going, going on, right in 2020, uh he had dr Rhonda patrick on and she specifically talked about a study about vitamin d that early on during all of the rona stuff right yep and she um she talked about how if you have low levels of vitamin d your immune system is not working correctly right it's it's not able to protect itself the way that it would if you did and she went into some information about how if you're more melanated melanate oh my gosh dude
2: if you have more if you have more melanin
1: in your skin melanin um you need to potentially supplement with vitamin d more because you don't absorb uh sunlight as well as people who have less melanin um and uh that was one of those things was like, "Oh great man, this information's getting out there like it's so cool that this exists, and uh we're learning some things right The whole thing about be, being healthy too and exercising and doing all that and not being overweight uh came out pretty early on um during yep. everything in twenty twenty as well, and the corporate press said nothing right We're not even talking about these other things that came up because of uh because of Trump and the whole orange man bad thing yep. um we're talking about stuff that's like uh, Rhonda Patrick is is a doctor yeah we're talking about like immune health and other things that keep you healthy so that when you do get sick not to prevent you from getting sick but when you do get sick you can do these things that have a chance to make it less of a problem right and no one was talking about it no one brought it up it was just recently I think CNN finally admitted (laughs)
2: the the, narrative is changing so
1: quickly to both of these things actually to the obesity thing and now to the vitamin d and how that that affects your immune system Um, and of course there's more that goes into all of that but that was like some basic stuff we got at the beginning and it's crazy to me that every time we thought we were going to see like some sort of like way out or whatever that would convince uh like normies essentially that oh this is a good thing. This is a step in the right direction. Yep. It was all either poo-pooed or uh, completely denied without any sort of like, well, we're going to look into this. We'll, we'll study yeah. this and we'll see what this is. Um, yeah.
2: But Exactly. I mean, you pretty much covered it there. Yeah. There wasn't any honest look into it. There wasn't any honest conversations. It was just, this is a narrative. This is what you go with so on and so forth, right? Yes.
1: And speaking of not being honest, next up we have Jin Psaki um being asked a question about all of this this Rogan stuff. So this is pretty quick. Last week, the Surgeon General also was asked uh, on MSNBC about Joe Rogan's vaccine comments uh, on Spotify. And he said that tech companies have an important role to play in stopping misinformation because uh, they are the predominant places where misinformation spreads. Does the White House and the administration think this is a satisfactory step? Our hope is that all major tech platforms and all major news sources, for that matter, be responsible and be vigilant to ensure the American people have access to accurate information on something as significant as COVID 19. that certainly includes spotify so this disclaimer it's a positive step but we want every platform to continue doing more to call out misinformation and misinformation and disinformation
3: while also uplifting accurate information it's
2: did you catch she her said miss and disinformation." <laughs>
1: wait but did you cast catch the other thing
2: no what she said was other thing? i think it's about right here
1: that matter
3: be responsible and be vigilant to ensure the american people have access to accurate information on something as significant as covid 19 that certainly includes spotify so-
2: spotify <laughs>
1: <laughs> i completely forgot about that
2: um, yeah i mean they're just not even the white house isn't even hiding it they're encouraging urging spotify to take action against joe rogan right
1: i think so yeah So
2: um it's more that old mafia trick and uh also you know to where Go ahead. i was gonna say why is it up to spotify to do
1: these things exactly why are they the ones that that they have to police everyone's speech on their their platform
2: Uh, well you know because the government can't and the government isn't in collusion with big tech david Mm.
1: i man i'm telling you this whole decentralization i'm I am convinced as far as sort of like social uh, fights are concerned. Um, and I honestly, man, I'm telling you, this is going to affect the church one of these days as well. Uh, yep. Decentralization is the way to go. It's the hmm. way to go. Every every aspect of uh, what we talk about, the answer for me always comes back to that. Uh, yeah. Oh, our, your podcast is getting censored on Spotify. Well, if you use podcasting 2.0, if you have this way out that no one can take you down, you're good to go, right? Yep. You don't have a problem. The same thing could be said for <clears> Odyssey, <throat> right? Um, there's a, there's a lot of stuff that has to has to change to essentially create a new lane for people who are tired of this quote unquote cancel culture. Like, I'm so tired of even like hearing that, dude. People talking about this person's getting canceled, this person's mm-hmm. this. It's exhausting.
2: It's it like, is what? just you know it's just like with me with carhartt just go and stop buying their stuff i'm keeping yeah. a list of all the companies that's forcing the mandates right and or that did enforce it and i'm making a concerted effort to not buy from them because that's my personal choice but i'm not sitting there saying boycott them and everything. no if you want to you go ahead for me i on my principles, I can't support it if I can help it, right? If right. I'm in a desperate situation and I you know, need a winter jacket and the only thing that's available is Carhartt, then I'll buy a Carhartt jacket. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I think it's just egregious that what Saki said, you know, that it was a responsibility of all companies and particularly that – of those platforms where americans get their news to be responsible and vigilant to ensure the american people have accurate information about something as significant as COVID 19 that certainly includes spotify that's a wink wink hey if you don't do what we're told we're coming after you that's a really good point yeah that's what that is that's the old that's an old mafia trick and trump did it too make no mistake he did the same thing oh yeah but i mean that's essentially what these people are Yep, because the government can't come outright and do it, but they can do it in other means. You know, mm-hmm.
1: and I, it, I would assume a lot of this goes back to this, uh, like the build back better stuff, the ESG scores. Yep, um, they're trying to get all of these major platforms on board, and again, it goes back to why decentralization and things that Matters. are outside of all of this is important, because mm-hmm. otherwise, you're essentially going to end on and you if things continue to go in that direction, you could end up under the thumb of the government with basically no way out. Exactly. Um, and man, yeah, it's, it's unbelievable, man. Like, I, I know not everybody is going to agree with this, but the more that I hear about a lot of this stuff and the information that comes out uh, about uh, how either things were known about what was going on in 2020 yep. um, and, uh, and were either ignored willingly right or people were just being legitimately ignorant to it right which with Mm -hmm. normal people i would probably go with the latter but when it comes to the government it's usually there's something else going on there and the whole narrative of being about oh if if one life if only one if we lose even one life right that's too many and and anyone who's been paying attention to the government for any time in their life and not just the u.s government any government knows that they could care less about your life every single one of them i don't care if they're republican democrat or what i mean like maybe thomas massey cares about your life right yeah maybe he does maybe Rand paul does um all these people all of the people that you see on a regular basis none of these people could they could care less what happens to you why why do you think we got into afghanistan yep like exactly yeah all of the you know they we or uh i bring this up all the time it's really funny it's my favorite thing to do to troll people on the internet when they're whenever they're like um talking about how great uh biden is or whatever i was like they blew up a family an aid worker in his family at the beginning of the year (laughs) or at the beginning uh, back in january or back in last year sorry i'm confused about the time. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, and and then they're like, oh man, if even one life is lost, it's like y'all are full of it. You're so full of it. And people just eat it up. They're like, we can't lose anyone. It's like you just that it's such an ignorant uh viewpoint to think that they actually care.
2: Tribalism has become you know, we talk about it or it's talked about, you know, in the media all the time and you know by everyone tribalism, the polarization and it's just you know what was it that came out? Uh, a list was posted today that had Joe Rogan, Tim Pool, Tulsi Gabbard, and a whole bunch of other lefties and that were as right wingers. And so, <laughs> dude, that, people
1: think again, Tim is a right winger. Even some of the Tim people Pool, who watch his
2: show, and you're like, it's no. so. <laughs> it's what we talked about in an earlier episode of ours that I brought up to where you have, like, you're standing on the edge of you know this embankment, right, and the tides coming in, and those who are on the far right get pushed into the sea right and then yeah. those who are a little bit right from them and then eventually it comes and those who are left get lumped in with those is right because it's not a it's it's leftist authoritarianism and i believe jordan peterson made this point that we know what right authoritarianism looks like but we don't really know what left authoritarianism looks like and so it's harder to detect and call out and i think that's just what we're seeing hey if you don't get in line with our agenda look at Letitia Wright. is that her name um uh Black Panther um oh the, lead. Uh, she played uh Shiri Shiri yeah, yeah Letitia Wright uh you know her not being for the vaccine mm-hmm. her, them wanting to kick her out and just others as well there's many more examples I can give. if you don't it doesn't matter who you are it doesn't matter your race your ethnicity your religion your gender your orientation if you don't fall in line they will boot yeah. you
1: well and I was going to say like you know i don't know when jordan peterson said that but i imagine if you ask him today what it looks like or it'd be like it looks exactly the same as right authoritarianism yep. it's literally the same thing if you don't have the same opinions with us you could end up in a camp yep. that's it because look at australia right technically they are right wing mm. they're super puritanical right like this is australia is the place that was removing, like, they wouldn't let certain video games into the country based on the content in them. Really? I didn't yeah. know that. Oh, yeah. There's, they've, and and that was the thing, is that when they started doing all this crazy stuff down there with the camps and everything, everyone went, wait, I thought Austra- the Australian government was conservative. And it's like, it doesn't matter. None of that matters. Everyone looks nope. at it as, as, as if their side is, like, holier than thou, right? Like, when, yep. you're, when you're really deep into um sort of your team, quote-unquote, that's kind of what it looks like is that you're like shocked when when someone you thought was on your team starts doing terrible things to people. Right. Sometimes. Or you just go along with it, depending on uh, uh, the the brainwashing, if you will. But right. It's so crazy to see that. And they're like, oh, well, you know, we we would never do that because like we're so much better. Right. But you're seeing the like unpersoning of so many people. Mm -hmm. like and i know twitter's not a great example of that but there's constantly people who are pulling up tweets from uh people who are verified or whatever the case may be where they're legitimately just like talking about people as if
2: they're subhuman oh yeah the dehumanization of people mm -hmm. it's just that's one of the things that puts me off yeah, yeah
1: and um who was it The one of the late uh the late night hosts um not he was with he did uh
2: Did he do blackface? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimmy Kimmel?
1: Jimmy Kimmel. He, like, got on there and was, like, he was doing the same thing on there. Like, this isn't just something that's happening in the sort of, like, on Twitter or online or whatever. Like, Jimmy Kimmel was basically on there, and he's like, yeah, bye. Like, sorry. It's like we don't we don't want uh, people who haven't got the jab here or whatever. It's and and it's essentially doing the same thing. It's like you're beginning to take away essentially the personhood of people who are making different decisions than you are, and it's uh, it's pretty gross. Anyway, so uh, after all of that, speaking of some of that, really, uh, Rogan um, in the past who is a comedian if those like if people aren't aware of that mm-hmm. uh on his show uh has said like in the past like this is like 10 12 years ago whatever the case may be
2: i think it was 11 um, years ago it,
1: it, yeah. yeah um he uh had said just the, to be exact yeah he had said the n-word a few times and had talked about had made a uh a crass joke about feeling like he was in africa when he went to go see a movie and there were a lot of black people there and he well, was,
2: so exactly he's gonna was, well, he's gonna talk oh, about it gotcha. yeah he's
1: gonna talk about yeah. it in the clip um yeah. and the uh of course this happened a really long time ago and as expected the media kind of came out and went crazy with yep. all of this um did you want to talk about do you do you want to wait until after this to talk about uh, the stuff that you had found
2: Yes. Yes. Okay. Let's talk about that. I'm going to go ahead and move that or I won't move it. Well, I'll just pull it up yeah, and we can talk about it after this video.
0: I'm making
3: this video to talk about the most regretful and shameful thing that I've ever had to talk about publicly. There's a video that's out. That's a compilation of me saying the N word. It's a video that's made of clips taken out of context of me of 12 years of conversations on my podcast and it's all smushed together and it looks fucking horrible even to me now I know that to most people there is no context where a white person is ever allowed to say that word never mind publicly on a podcast and I agree with that now I haven't said it in years but for a long time when I would bring that word up like if it would come up in conversation and stand, instead of saying the n-word I would just say the word I thought as long as it was in context people would understand what I was doing I was also talking about how there's not another word like it in the entire English language because it's a word where only one group of people is allowed to use it and they can use it in so many different ways like if a white person says that word it's racist and toxic but a black person can use it and it could be a punchline, it could be a term of endearment, it could be lyrics to a rap song, it could be a positive affirmation. It's a very unusual word, but it's not my word to use. I'm well aware of that now. And there's another clip that I have to address. There's a clip from 11 years ago. I was telling a story in the podcast about how me and my friend Tommy and his girlfriend, we got really high, we were in Philadelphia, and we went to go see Planet of the Apes, and we didn't know where we were going. We just got dropped off by a cab, and we got dropped off in this all-black neighborhood, and I was trying to make the story entertaining, and I said, we got out, and it was like we were in Africa. It's like we were in Planet of the Apes. I did not, nor would I ever say that black people are apes, but it sure fucking sounded like that, and I immediately afterwards said, That's a racist thing to say. I deleted that whole podcast, but obviously somebody made a clip out of it and taken out of context. It looks terrible, but it looks terrible even in context. It's a fucking idiotic thing to say. And I was just trying to be entertaining. I certainly wasn't trying to be racist. And I certainly would never want to offend someone for entertainment with something as stupid as racism. My sincere and humble apologies i wish there was more that i could say but all of this is just me talking from the bottom of my heart it makes me sick watching that video
2: all right let me say something first off i don't know the intentions of joe rogan's heart right only he knows that and those probably close to him right ultimately he knows that and god but then those close to him as well and However, I have less certainty about Whoopi Goldberg's heart, right, and what she said. However, I was like, it, I don't know if she even issued an apology. I don't think she did. She doubled down on it, right? And I was like, no. Mm-hmm. Essentially, what I was trying to get at is people should still forgive her. I don't think she's trying to be racist towards Jews. I just think she got bad information and is spewing it. Yeah. And in this situation with Joe Rogan, Again, I don't know his heart. He seems genuine. He seems he's being a- authentic in his apology, sincere, heartfelt. But if if he's saying sorry, as a Christian thing is to do, we should forgive him, right? And again, I think the uh, Planet of the Apes comment was bad, was terrible. The the comments beforehand, again, I think he's just realized, hey, even it's hard. You know, I, I remember being. <laughs> in high school and what book were we reading was it of mice and men or to kill a mockingbird I can't remember probably but to it gets, kill a mockingbird yeah probably to kill a mockingbird and it gets to the part where the n-word and of course yeah. I'm the one that has to read it right yeah and you know I pause, and 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 my teacher was black and she said you can say it. and I was like I ain't saying that you can say it <laughs> <laughs> um you ain't getting me to say yeah. that
1: well that's the thing man is that so his his co- that comment eleven years ago, his yeah. this compilation that someone put together. Th- mm-hmm. This is what I, I talk about. This is insane. Someone took the time, the soul crushing time, to destroy
2: the try and destroy someone. Y-
1: yes, by editing together clips of him saying the n word.
2: hmm. And it's just. And and again, he's not the his use of saying the n word in those clips, as I understand it, and have heard some of them is. If it's in the name of the title of a book or if someone else, you know, had said it or if it's in the if he's saying, hey, this talking about this uh, rap song in it, they say, you know, this word. Right. You know, it's it's not it's not him calling someone that joking around with someone else using that word or anything in that nature. Yeah. Uh, But I mean, it it is a
1: you his mistake again and he didn't know at the time was thinking that people were going to be reasonable because <laughs> he yeah, says that he, in there he's like I thought people would understand that they would understand the context and and it is just one of those things that I, there was no way to know especially back when he first started the show uh, because i mean this is like long mm-hmm. before like gamergate and me too and and this whole like cancel culture stuff going around everywhere um and he originally started started the podcast so that he could just talk with his friends He he's yep. like i've got some interesting friends i just want to bring them on and talk to him and and He was having conversations as if he was having Conversations with his friends and as Everyone knows when you do that sometimes You make crass jokes sometimes You say things that you wouldn't say publicly To everybody else that's just part of it Because sometimes you can say things In smaller groups of people than You can say in the general public because There's context behind certain things
2: Right and I think I think what one Thing Joe Rogan does realize too And what people It almost seems like in our culture even in Christianity, right? The authenticity is seen as a virtue and don't get me wrong. Authenticity is great. Definitely be authentic, <laughs> yeah. but it's not a virtue, right? Yeah. You can be as authentic as you want and still be a jerk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah I and get so uh, just because you're authentic or just, even if you have good intentions, right? Um, well, what's that quote? Uh, good intentions is, uh, is a pathway to hell or something. That yeah. extent, I can't remember it right now, but even being authentic, doesn't mean that you still aren't going to hurt someone and i think you know joe realized that again you know i have i've seen uh i i know of and i've heard other um black people who are comfortable with other races using that word around them you know obviously de- depending <laughs> on the context i know a bunch of others who aren't yeah um just be like and pa- so i think I just like, like joe rogan at the time <laughs> didn't know that right well, he he yeah. wasn't aware, and, he's and a, now he does.
1: He's a comedian,
2: Yep. right? Uh,
1: again, the point is to be entertaining, and mm-hmm. as a comedian, a lot of the time you're edgy and you say things differently, yep. right? Like one of my – I wouldn't say my favorite podcast, but one of the ones I like to listen to is called The Legion of Skanks, and that <laughs> is the edgiest podcast. Like that is – I like I can't even recommend it to people because they I mean they go places that I'm like oh my gosh like I was like I don't even know, you know if I can think that's funny but that's that's part of it is that that's the reason comedy exists in a lot of ways is to push that boundary right it's to push that because if think about the way that I, I guess we would say so the, the right did it in the 70s and 80s um, and there's probably other times but those those will be the ones that i stick with and then okay. you saw this pendulum swing of now the left has become puritanical right so mm-hmm. you had the the essentially the um uh, the moral right, majority yeah the moral majority on the right at that uh, in the past and now the pendulum is swinging and the left has become this like puritanical group right whereas mm-hmm. at one point they were kind of like oh you know I wouldn't necessarily say hippie Because a lot of them enjoyed wars But there was this idea of like Oh well you can um, sleep with Whoever you want Um, You know the whole like sexual movement Was kind of born out of uh, Yeah it was all born out of that And um, you know it was like television It used to be like oh whatever goes I mean like you look at Game of Thrones right Mm -hmm. And then out of nowhere That all changed and they're like All women must be covered from Neck to ankles and this is like what the left has become. and're right. you're, you're, you're like, what like, what?" <laughs> it was like, w- w- what's going on?" Like, and of course, some of it was still there. I mean, like Hillary Clinton was railing against like Grand Theft Auto at the same time Fox News was railing against Mass Effect back in the day, right? These yeah. people have a lot of these people have always been this way. It's just two yeah. sides of the same coin. Um, but it's weird that you've seen even Hollywood make this shift where it's like we cannot even hint. At at women being attractive anymore?
2: Oh man! You know what I mean. I was just I I was just telling someone I live with my keeper <laughs> uh, the yes, uh, day, yesterday. I was like, you know, have you seen a new Halo trailer? She's like, no, of course not. I don't give a crap about that. I was like, I don't blame you. Um, <laughs> but I was like, Hollywood just has this problem of particularly Asian women. But it happens to all races. But I just noticed it recently with the Halo trailer. Then there was another Asian woman. The Matrix.
1: The Matrix did that with the the girl with the blue hair. Um, That's exactly who I was thinking of. Her name slipped in my mind, but she's the love interest in Love and Monsters. Gorgeous girl.
2: Yeah, they take take these pretty women, right? And and they uggify them. They. (laughs) No, they like, you know, they're feminine, obviously, because they're women. And then they try to make them masculine and make them ugly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. just straight up no it's not them they aren't ugly just in the shows they are ugly yeah right? they
1: do all the stuff you're right and it's you see it in the cartoon stuff too right i think we might have mentioned this before yes. but they're trying to like Heathen. bulk up all the
2: women and you're just like what are y'all doing <laughs> my first thought is i thought masculinity was toxic
1: yeah <laughs> and and this is the thing and I, i've heard a lot of people talk about this and i'm sure we have in past episodes but essentially what they're doing is just a, a gender swap so right. they're not even trying to write the characteristics of what uh generally what uh, uh women are like
2: right
1: they're they're literally going we're going to write a male character but then we're just going to make it a female character
2: yep exactly. so she's
1: like super strong she can fight all the men you know so on and so forth and and you know we could get into the details of that and this obviously isn't our entertainment episode but they always you know we always talk about how it's like oh it's so unrealistic that like this woman's taking on like five dudes by herself Let's be fair. A dude can't really do that either. He probably nope. stands a slightly better chance, and it might look a little bit more realistic, but it's not really right. Um, exactly.
2: And I and and I can't remember now why how we <laughs> got on that and brought that up. But getting back to what Joe Rogan said, what he said, the Planet Eight thing was racist, right? Again, I mean, I don't know, know a, I don't know what I don't know what I
1: don't know what the context is. Well, well does, does I listen
2: it, to the context. And,
1: is it? But is there intention behind that? I don't. I, it,
2: no, I mean it's a racist comment, but he wasn't trying to be racist. You know, just like I think Whoopi Goldberg's thing was racist and prejudicial, oh, okay. but I don't think she was trying to be that. There's, you know, there's a difference in someone who is a racist versus someone who makes a racist comment, right? And I don't think those two are the same. Okay. Right. That's um, fair. Uh, it, that's just my opinion. Yeah, I'd have to think um, about it more. I don't. I don't really. Yeah, I, I think what I mean, I mean, that Planet of the Apes thing, when you listen to it, <laughs> um, but the interesting thing is that this is really isn't about COVID misinformation. This isn't about Joe Rogan being racist. They could care less, um, obviously, because if you got a problem with Joe Rogan, wait until you find out about Joe Biden. Um, oh, they don't care, though. It doesn't no, matter. No, they don't care. But really what this is, is I uh, did some digging and it seemed like this at first to me, like this has to be a coordinated attack and, um, local distance, uh, on Twitter. Uh, let's see what does his or her. Okay, I I forget. I I remember looking up his background and finding out who it was and everything. But it's a legit person. And, you know, uh, a fellow comedian, Andrew Schultz, if I'm pronouncing his last name right, said, who who y'all think is behind this attack? And local distance said, "Um, I'll tell you, this is a professional political attack. And basically the person who came up with all the uh, videos out of context of Joe Rogan saying the N-word and then also the Planet of the Apes clip also out of context didn't do the full thing um, was Patriot Takes. Patriot Takes is backed by Midas Touch. But before we get into that, I'm going to just kind of let you all know what Wokel said. So this is a professional political attack. Three waves, one after the other, is not a coincidence. There's good spacing, good timing. So it's absolutely professional. Um, But the video compilation um, was dropped by Patriot Takes. You would see in the video, in the tweet, in Pick One, Patriot Takes takes credit. And I think their watermark is also on it as well. Hmm. Um, And so then once you go to their bio, you see Patriot Takes is partnered with Midas Touch. And this is where it starts to get interesting. Midas Touch is a Democrat super PAC. So super PACs, for those who don't know, means that they can collect in as much money as possible and attack whoever they want. It's not the same as like Donald Trump or Joe Biden or so on and so forth. Right. And so Ben Brett and Jordan um, Masilis, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, probably not. All of them work in media and have expertise in understanding and manipulating media. The most important thing for us is that Brett was a social media manager for Ellen DeGeneres and is an expert editor, which matters because Patriot Takes works with Midas Touch, and I'd say it's a safe bet that given their expertise in social media management, that the N-word video was created by Midas Touch. Um. As I said, super PACs are a political advocacy group with a special twist. Twist because they can raise unlimited sums of money for from corporations, unions, so on and so forth, and attack whoever they want to. Um, for example, I think uh, in 2020, minus Touch brought in 4.7 million dollars, and so far for this 2022 cycle, it's been 1.5. Um, and this is all going to come into play. You'll see. So Midas Touch a Super PAC, which can collect as much cash as it wants from pretty much anywhere, is a professional strategy and media firm run by people with deep ties and entertainment um, used to attack Joe rog- Rogan. So the question is, why would they be doing this? So he speculates. This is where speculation does come into play. But I think it makes sense that a clue can be found in the letter Patriot Takes wrote about all of this, which is this is what Patriot Takes said. This past week, Patriot Takes republished and brought to the national spotlight dozens of recorded instances where Joe Rogan used the N-word. The videos have now received millions of views. So Patriot Takes is bragging about their millions of views and how they made the video the center of the national conversation. Are you following yet? So essentially they're bragging about their clout. Rogan is the one guy that leftists can't cancel so if they're able to cancel him it's a massive power play for them so many people will start calling on them correct that's kind of basically to summarize his it would give them a lot of power basically Um, because any group that takes down Rogan would be seen as massive
1: the biggest Uh, the biggest problem with that. Yep. Is that even if they took him on Spotify, they didn't really take him down. They removed him nope. from the platform. But like, think about this. And this because I saw comments, and I'm gonna, just gonna, for the sake of it, assume that the Twitter comments were correct. Um, mm-hmm. And we'll get into where I found him later. But they uh, people were like, "This is such a big deal. Like this is this is serious. This is like it. This is like it, it, history could be defined by this situation." And I'm like, "Y'all are blowing this out of proportion."
2: right this oh yeah making it wait this is gonna blow over in a month
1: he got a 10 million dollar contract with spotify
2: 100 or 100 million
1: no that was what uh rumble was gonna give him right
2: no spotify gave him a 100 million dollar contract for like 10 years and then uh rumble offered him 100 million for four
1: years all right so slightly 100 million dollar contract whatever whatever yeah the guy um there's got guaranteed there's a clause in the contract That if Spotify specifically breaks the contract, he gets some sort of money out of that. Mm -hmm. I don't know how much that is. I imagine it's a lot of money. So he still comes out on top.
2: So just to clarify too, Spotify only has exclusive broadcasting rights. They don't actually have the rights to his podcast or anything thereof. Just to clarify that as well. So exactly, if they were to breach that, he could easily... It's even easier for him. Okay. Right. Right. right? Sorry. Well.
1: Yeah. Thanks for clarifying. Yeah. Um. The. uh, I just lost my train of thought. Were Um, you going
2: into them being a platform, not a publisher? No. Not yet. Okay. Uh.
1: So this. Okay. So this idea of them being able to cancel him. He's been uncancelable. For a long time. Yeah. His show was wildly popular before Spotify got a hold of it. Yep. Right? He'd, like, Rogan doesn't need Spotify. Spotify needed Rogan. Yep. They knew that when they did it. They were aware of everything and all the people that he had talked to ahead of time. Yep. So, this concept that them canceling Rogan would somehow be the end all be all. And now they have all of this power is the dumbest thing I've ever heard.
2: I thought, I I thought that too, man. It's like Spotify doesn't have more power than Joe Rogan in this. No, that's why it's like all these artists coming out saying they're going to pull their music. Uh, I'm thinking, you think Spotify my, is going to say, oh, no, please don't leave.
1: My favorite was the meme of Spider-Man being carried on a bunch of people, and it was like the emblem of Joe Rogan's podcast on his face. And yeah. uh, the t- the top of it said, the Obama's looking to take their material off of Spotify. And the, the meme is basically <laughs> them going like, careful, he's a hero. <laughs> yes. Uh, so good. And and this is the thing, man. I, people are... I i'm just gonna say normies i i I hate it sometimes because i don't mean it to necessarily be derogatory but the idea being like there are a lot of people who are only looking at this from one position because they don't realize rogan especially does not need any of these people not only is he uh independently wealthy right Mm -hmm. the guy's got a ton of money um he His pot, his podcast is going to be massively popular wherever he goes. At this point, <laughs> anything that he does, the people who like him, any of this news coming out too is probably only going to help him in the long run. Yep. Right? He could go anywhere and he'd be fine. And this right. is the thing. Because he's got that connection with Adam Curry now, um, and legitimately Adam has his ear. It's one mm-hmm. of those things where he's like, you Adam, every time he's coming in now, he's like, you don't need any of this. He's like, if you, if you're, if Spotify's out, I can help show you the way, right? right. Adam knows everything about how th- this podcasting stuff works.
2: Mm-hmm. He's the one that gave, because uh, what's his name created Apple, turtleneck dude, uh, ah. Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Um, he's the one that came to Adam Curry for the podcasting format that Apple has way back when. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so Adam, of course, is an expert in it. I mean, he's the podfather for a reason exactly uh, so Go yeah
1: I, I mean i i do not disagree that this was probably a staged attack these people mm-hmm. clearly have a lot of money there they have some sort of intention behind it the summary of what this actually means uh sounds very um uh what's I, i'm I, ugh, I can't think of the word but like not inflammatory but like uh like a scare tactic for people right like they're trying mm-hmm. to like freak out. Um, I would say, like, conservatives or people who don't like mainstream media. And this is this happens a lot, right? You'll see this on, right. on the internet where um, people will say, again, inflammatory things because they're trying to rile up their base to right. be more, like, Ugh, about a situation, right? And it doesn't necessarily mean that certain things don't deserve to be
2: uh, brought, to attention. brought
1: to attention for people to actually be angry about. Uh, this situation... It sucks and i hate it and i like reading about these things and uh i was looking through um uh that actually the uh -hmm. these headlines about um why is this not uh i just typed in joe rogan and looked up news on google right right uh and it's let's see oh al al sharpton says joe rogan must do more to prove he's sorry right right uh cherry picking data how joe rogan's uh infamous interview with robert malone spread in for misinformation uh, joe rogan courted by conservative youtube rival after slur-filled
2: video drops i mean they're vultures yep oh well here's the thing i think because some people on the right have come out and said Joe's or, Joseph, Uh, Joe Rogan shouldn't have apologized. He shouldn't have come out and bowed down. And I was like, no, I mean, you should apologize for when you mess up, right? But I think within that apology, he can say, if I can now address the people who are just trying to attack me, not because they care about people, not because they care about COVID, not because they care about other people and stuff like that, right? I'm not going to listen to you and I'm not going to back down and I'm not going to stop having people on my podcast that disagree with you you know what i mean right like well he basically that could have been fine yeah either way it's fine i think he's just trying to do his best i don't think he's trying to bow down to anyone joe doesn't strike me as that type
1: and he didn't he didn't apologize for having um any of those people on right yep uh the only thing he did is now they put out this stuff from like forever ago and he and he's essentially like yeah i apologize that was that wasn't very tasteful yep moving on, right? Exactly. And in, and he did it in a way that was not obviously satisfying for people like Al Sharpton, which is yep. perfect. That's that's kind of what you want. Yeah, so to criticize him to be like, well, he should have said this and he should have said that. It's like, guys, are you still going to watch his show? Are you still going to listen to him when he has the people on that you want uh, yeah. you want to hear? Well, yeah. Okay, well, then we're done. Let let's let's move on. Um, you know, he's still going to be rich, right? This really This is an annoyance to him. This is an annoyance. annoyance.
2: Yeah, I guess people don't remember that he, you know, obviously he started off as a comedian and started off in um, entertainment as well, doing Fear Factor and and actually starting a TV show before Fear Factor. Yeah, news radio. News radio. um, And news radio. But he also works as a commentator for the UFC. So he has plenty of oh, abilities yeah. to make fine. money outside of podcasting. Like do you think
1: Dana White's going to get rid of him?
2: <laughs> yeah. Like come no. on.
1: <laughs> you know, I'm I'm so, this is one of what what we're trying to do most of the time, right? Is like okay, here's a situation that everyone thinks is super
2: serious. It's like
1: uh, yeah, yeah, but also like I think You know what it is are people it's, out
2: Too much. It's what we talked about being in movies too much, right? It's Political ideology, uh, uh-huh. identity politics, and people on the right, man, they get so sucked into it to where it just ruin it. It, it becomes who they are, and it ruins their entire existence. Right, yeah. their entire day or week, oh. and they're just mad all the time. It affects them, and it's like, guys, it's it's not what it's being made out to be. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. you know. Now, I don't know if we're gonna be able to get into Canadian truckers because we're what an hour and sixteen minutes over.
1: Are we we're at about an hour and sixteen minutes?
2: Yeah, we are. Okay. do you want to just push it off till next week?
1: I mean, there's gonna be more information next week, right? do you want to yeah, just, there's
2: gonna be more information? Yeah for sure.
1: yeah you know, we're never going to get through all of this. Listen here's if you've gotten this far in the podcast, yeah, this is the one of the reasons why the value for value system has to work for us. We can go in an hour, right? If y'all want more content from us and you want to hear about more things that are going down and more stories broken down, you got to donate. You have to make our jobs easier so that you get more from us. That's yep. essentially how value for value works, right? Because we got an entertainment episode to talk about. I got to deal with this thing with YouTube uh, after all of that is done. Yes. Um, <laughs> this is, this editing, is what's going on. We're yeah. researching. We're, we're trying to do as <laughs> much as we can. Dealing with life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the value for value system is there so that. When you decide you want to give more, when you want to start setting up a monthly uh, donation on PayPal, when you want to start giving crypto, when you um, find other ways uh, to bring us stuff or you find interesting things or whatever the case may be, you're going to end up getting more from us. The The podcast is going to get better uh, if you help us make it better, uh, because, exactly. again, we can't we don't get to do this full time. Nobody's paying us to do that. So that's, that's the, that's the spiel. Um, Joseph, did you have anything else you wanted to add? Was there anything else we needed to kind of like go over with this?
2: No, I I think that's good. I was just going to remind people, don't forget to follow us on YouTube, uh, subscribe to our channel, comment, like our videos, interact with us again. We communicate with everyone, email us, uh, you know, follow or subscribe to our podcast, wherever you listen to us and don't forget to download the episodes. Really? yes just want exactly. to do that one one plug did you want to get into anything else before we close out no nah,
1: we'll save all that for next week it's not a big deal okay i'm sure i uh, mean i'm sure something else is going to come up with the can, the canadian truckers uh by next next week so oh yeah uh, y'all stay tuned and uh we will be back on thursday uh for our entertainment episode we're gonna be talking about uh how i was right about halo or at least potentially right about halo um And uh, we're going to be talking about Killmonger again, which if you guys have been listening since uh, the very beginning of our podcast, uh, you might find that one a little bit interesting. And then Joseph's going to tell us about a movie that he watched in honor of uh, Black History Month.
2: Yeah, for real. It's a good movie, too.
1: So thank you guys uh, for tuning in. And until next time, take it easy.
2: Politics ruins everything.
0: Tell me what's worse than learning all that you led to believe was all horse crap. They distort, so question as if you war shack. Horsemen, men, and they've long been having the course mapped. It ain't that you can't see, because you can find it, homes, is that you don't want to. You cope by putting the blindness on. I've been trying to find some kind of way, but I've kind of known that y'all would rather whine and less to nonsense, because your mind is gone. I can Save every person in politics, and it's bringing the worst out the very earth. And every perk of living on this turf is being chipped at and nerfed. But I can't sit back and lurk. I've got to hit back. I'm certain it's my purpose, and it's a beautiful thing too. Uh. Hold up. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Looking at the technological advances. I used to be on dial-up looking for answers. Now what? Underappreciating was handed, And 20 years later, we got computers that hand fit. Used to be playing Sega Genesis with bros. Now I'm gaming with some folks on the other side of the globe. Used to go through a label if you trying to blow. Now people got more options on the table. Got a post social media got us connected as ever on every medium should be more righteous and clever but what we see in this communication is error and still the devious evil's immediate tedious that you gotta be remediate because idiots get heebie-jeebies in the event that they don't agree with you try to ruin your whole life because you say what they dislike god forbid y'all disagree without a fight the type of stuff that will clear up if you lighten up, Jack. Your drive subject. Your life would right if you give up that. You're mad at nothing. Not adding up when you're sad enough at a sad second that gets aggravated. And now you pay it forward. Let people make your blood boil. Emotions firing like microwave foil. Or the oil they annoy you. You add another's neck for the wrong reasons. Election years now seeming like full blown seasons. Man, you let politics ruin. Or rather, control your whole life, man. You're going to be a miserable person. Straight up. Unfortunately, that's where we're at. A lot of people are consumed by this. And it's driving them crazy. And they hate their neighbors. Sad.